Welcome to Floss Bites. Just a reminder, there's only a few days left uh, for the 20% off discount that we're offering on the Practice Blueprint products. It runs through the month of August. Go to the checkout page, type Floss Bites 20 in the promo code field, and you'll get 20% off. If you have any questions, shoot me an email. I wanted to talk about fears in this episode because through the few years that we've been running this course, we've surveyed hundreds of students, and the number one fears that rise to the top are not knowing what to do, like how to actually start a business and become an entrepreneur, the fear of failure, and then there's the fear of getting financing. And those are all very valid fears. And I wanted to address the fear of not knowing what to do specifically. Because even if you don't wanna buy Practice Blueprint, I wanna help you out if I can, and if you're interested in getting help. Uh, I'm gonna make myself available to anyone who wants help. I'll, I'll do a 20 minute call. You can schedule it in the link down below. And I want to talk to you guys and just hear from you, see where your head's at, see are you interested in practice ownership, uh, what's bogging you down, what are your fears, but then also um, what are some of the steps that you can take to maybe move forward. Because once you decide that you want to be a practice owner, there's nothing to stop you. Honestly, there isn't. You've figured out a lot of things in your life, whether it's getting through dental school or other challenges that you've had in your life, and you've, you, you've come out ahead. Right? You're, you're, you're sitting here watching this episode. So it's just another one of those things. And I think there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a mental click that you have to like get through or a mental hurdle that you have to kind of jump over. And once you get through that, it's no big deal. So I'd love to talk to you guys if you'd like. Um, totally complimentary, you know, no obligation, no commitment. I'm not even interested in your money necessarily. It's really just I want to provide whatever help I can because this is the month of August. And in the month of August, most people are on vacation and it's kind of the end of summer. People are lazying around, which is great. And we're doing that too. But one of the things I always use August to do is to get ahead. I do a lot of A-B testing with some of the ad campaigns I'm running. I try out new marketing. We're looking at some other practices to purchase. This is the time when everyone's sleepy and you can actually get a lot of work done, which is great, um, while also taking um, some great vacations. So that's what I've been doing in August and that's what I kind of want to uh, get ahead of and I want to like start focusing on you know what's coming up next year because August for me is my starting line it's kind of like my marathon starting line and um, I, I get started I can do a little pre-work but I can do it at a, at a reasonable pace uh, and it works really well for me in talking about these fears I, I think it's a good segue to kind of talk about how to become more successful because when we think about success we think about oh these are people who succeeded at what they wanted to do, whether it was making money in their career or whatever. But the question is, is like, how did they get to that point, right? One was always obviously deciding that they wanted to do it. But then two was conquering their fears. And fears are based around a lot of um, emotional things and they're based a lot around a lot of rational and irrational um, concepts. And one of the things that I found helps a lot is when you start approaching problems and projects um, with the concept of being less fragile. Because the more fragile you are, uh, the more susceptible you are to risk and the more susceptible you are to failure because when you don't see the risk coming, you're, you're blindsided. And that, that's a dangerous position to be in. But I think ultimately everyone knows that. They know that there's some potential risk at, when they're you know, pursuing something that's complicated or difficult. But what they don't want to do is they don't want to embrace it. And I think this is something that I'm still learning to do right now, where when I approach problems, I 
assume that there is going to be something that goes wrong. There's going to be some randomness, some chance that's going to stress me out or it's going to cause problems or it's going to cause complexities that I'm going to have to deal with. And it's not to say that those are bad things. Um, they cause obviously issues, but when you know, obviously when you tackle those and you get through them, then you're that much more confident to do it the next time. But I think it's also about in the approach. And if you approach a problem and you see those stresses coming before they hit you, then you're far more prepared. And I'll tell you how I approach these tasks. When we, when we bought this last practice, the second practice that we um, brought in, that we absorbed into Floss, we saw a number of problems that could happen, right? One, the doctor could change her mind. Two, the doctor could decide she didn't want to work at all and just quit upright, like, and just quit outright, rather, uh, where she would just quit immediately after the sale. She got her money, and then she's out the door. And that would have been tough because then the transition of patients would have been difficult. These were all things that we saw ahead of time. And what we did was, instead of worrying about them, we embraced them. We assumed, hey, you know what? This is a real possibility. And so let's address it and let's think about it and say, here's something that can go wrong. What will we do if this happens? And then you kind of almost have like a decision tree. And the decision tree like allows you to figure out what you would do in each of these particular cases if they happen. And then if any of them happen, which some of them definitely did, we definitely had some complexities along the way, we were able to address them a lot quicker. We were able to be more agile in our responses and you know, get to the finish line a lot faster. And it really, really helped. So the way I like to think about it, a lot of times when I'm approaching a problem, still working on it, I don't, I don't do it every time because I forget a lot, um, is to think about how would you approach this problem or what would you do if you weren't afraid? If you weren't afraid of getting financing, if you weren't afraid of what to do next, of how to go about it, if you weren't afraid of failure. Imagine that life. From that point forward, you can really get there and it's really just a matter of removing the risk for yourself and allowing yourself to envision that goal. And then when you envision the goal, then you start addressing each of those risks, start coming up with contingency plans, if this, then that, if this, then that, and then you're ready to go. You can tackle those things. And I'm not saying that you should think of everything that could go wrong. I think that's a little bit of a distinction that I'd like to make. It's really about planning for contingencies where things could possibly fall short of where you expect them to be and then how you'll get around them. Certainly there's things that could go wrong that'll bring the deal to a halt, that'll stop everything, that'll cause you to be a failure. But you also have to not be so worried about that because when we first bought, um, when we were looking for practices, we completely failed and, and lost a practice that we desperately wanted. It was a gorgeous practice. It made probably twice the money that this practice makes. And we would have been like doing really, really well if we had had it as, as far as we could see, right? I mean, who knows? But it, they dropped out at the last minute. They didn't want to sell to us for whatever reasons. And it was kind of heartbreaking. And it was, it, was, it was pretty devastating in the sense that we were all ready to go and we thought, and, and, and Ragini had quit her job and she was ready to move into this new practice and everything fell through. Same thing for when we bought this apartment. That was a big project too because it was a big stretch for us and we didn't know if we were gonna be able to afford it. And at the last minute, I mean, I'm kidding you not, the last minute, the bank dropped it and they said, you know what, we're not gonna give you an approval letter, we're not gonna support your mortgage. And when we purchased this, this house, there was, a no mortgage, there was no mortgage contingency. So we had to pay for it whether we had a mortgage or not. You gotta love New York. But we planned for it. We said, what if this bank 
drops our loan and they won't support us. We have to be able to jump and get all our documentation together and get another bank on board and ready to go. And we didn't have much time. We had about a month or two to start the whole process over again. Honestly, a few years ago, I don't know that I would have been able to do these projects. But because I'm starting to approach them now, and because Ragani's starting to approach them now with a little bit of foresight and starting to see, hey, here's some things that can go wrong. Let's start planning around those things. Even, even the simplest things, like collecting your documents and putting them into an organized fashion, into folders on your computer, in your Dropbox, so the next bank that comes around that needs all this documentation, here you go, all set, already have it for you. I was planning for this to fail. So I think this has helped me a lot, and I, I just wanted to pass that along to you guys, uh, especially if you guys uh, use the link below to sign up for a quick consultation call with me, because I'd love to hear about the fears that you have and how you can conquer them. And if you are interested in practice ownership, how you can start moving forward or with any of the projects that you have in your life. There's plenty of things that you want to do. I hope you guys found this episode helpful and I will see you next time.